0: Welcome to Straight and Curly, a podcast for self-improvement junkies. I'm Kelly Exeter.
1: And I'm Carly Jacobs. This is episode 137.
0: Hello and welcome to Straight and Curly. How are you going today, Kel?
1: Yeah, not too bad, Carl. I'm a little bit sad because this is our last episode for the year, which means it's probably going to be the last time I talk to you this year. Oh, it probably will be, but we can just yeah. like
0: call each other and not record it as well. We,
1: we could call <laughs> each other, but like let's be honest, neither of us <laughs> want to talk on the
0: phone. No, definitely not. So,
1: but um, yeah, so yeah, no- normally what we do to kind of finish out the year Um is like a year in review type episode but we kind of figured that wasn't going to be super appropriate for this year um i have to say i have listened back to our year in review episode last from last year and it was like oh Things are mm. really so good, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it is what it is. So, anyway, we've decided to revisit our second ever episode the infamous one where <laughs> that we did on gratitude. <laughs> that we never ever like, we're mentioning it, but do not go back. And no, it's it awful. Because, um, yeah, it was very early, like, oh, it's the second one we ever did. We weren't quite into our rhythm. Um, it was quite cringy, I think, because we were talking about gratitude journals, and we talked about how neither of us have ever been able to do the gratitude journal thing. And because every time we'd write in a gratitude journal, it would it kind of reflected our privilege back to us and made us feel like, "How how do you even need to be writing in a gratitude journal? Like what is not to be grateful for in your lives?" You know, um, I don't think we were quite doing the whole gratitude journaling thing wrong, but that's where we kept ending up. Um, and then, but then ironically, if you listen to episode 132, um, you would have mentioned, you would have heard both of us mention gratitude as something that allows us to show up each day with good energy, even when we're tired and exhausted. So I feel like we have matured somewhat oh, absolutely, with, our, with regard to our attitude of gratitude. So would you say that's right, Carl?
0: Oh, absolutely. Hands down. I think we were both in very, a very, very different place when we recorded those episodes, um, a, an unbelievable place of privilege as well, and I just think that we've we've both had a lot of experiences in that time that have led us to understand the importance of, of gratitude and how it can actually be used as a really powerful tool to yeah, help you show up every day and to appreciate what you have. And, and it is really hard because you, you, you want to toe the line between allowing yourself to have feelings and sitting with sadness and, you know, feeling your feelings when you're feeling upset or angry or distressed or that things are unfair. Uh, but also being able to check yourself and, uh, you know, understand what you do have and also look at what, J- 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 even a bit of a comparison game of looking at you know what your life could be as well. So yeah, I think that's. That's where we are with gratitude, and um, I'm actually grateful for it. <laughs> I'm grateful for gratitude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I don't know if it's just like when something really shitful happens, and you go, "Okay, I get to have gratitude." You know, I get to use gratitude now. But um yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's more. I used to use gratitude as a bit of a sl- you know self-flagellation tool of yes. like, "How dare you know, how dare you." <laughs> be whingy or whiny Mm. about this thing that's happening in your life because there's so you're you're so much better off than so many other people but as you said like you have to find a way to like allow yourself to feel what you're feeling because it's you know you can't really change how you're feeling but you can change how you kind of come at life given how you're feeling and I do feel gratitude Mm. plays into that a lot so um Anyway, I thought or we thought a really fitting way to kind of finish off this year was to share each of us five things we're really grateful for this year. Um, so I'm going to start with. Number one is my support network. Um, <clears throat> so I think I've said many times this year that I have literal embarrassment of riches when it comes to support. Um, I have the most amazing friends, like long-term friends I met through triathlon like 20 years ago. So I've got friends I've been with for 20 years, Um I've got newer friends that I've met through school and through the kids' sport. And then I also have this very close and loving family. Um, say, so like when I say embarrassment of riches, I really mean that. Um, and and all these people have been quite incredible in being there for me. I'm oh, friends through blogging and the online world as well. Like uh, the other thing is like this extraordinary network of people I have on the other side of the country who – You know, it was, and who I know was really difficult for them when Aunt died because they felt so far away and unable to, you know, be here with me. But I, but just the level of support that they sent and love across, you know, across the country really made a huge difference. So shout out to them. Um, But yeah, uh, all these people, all of them have been quite incredible in being there for me when I needed them, but also giving me space when I needed to, which, I know it's been really hard for some people at times but I guess I've been lucky enough to be able to clearly communicate look I need space right now and then like literally my entire support network has been so incredibly respectful of that so yeah I'm super grateful because I have heard stories from other grieving people of you know things that have said that you know men have been deliberately hurtful but just a bit insensitive or people not respecting their wishes <clears throat> and I can I can honestly say I can't think of too many situations, or really any situations, where I've experienced that. Where I've gone, wow, that was that was really inappropriate. But That's gonna, amazing. Yeah, I, I I don't I just feel the gratitude for that greatly because I haven't had to re, you know deal with any kind of weird situations like that. People have just been really phenomenal. So, um, and that has just made this whole grief journey immensely easier because the energy I don't have to spend on managing other people or dealing, um, you know, or, you know, kind of pushing them away when they're overstepping a boundary, like I can concentrate that on myself and the kids. Um, I do want to give a special, I'm a bit wary of giving special (laughs) shout outs because there's so many people that need special shout outs, but I do need to shout out to three people in particular, none of whom i don't think listen to the podcast so maybe <laughs> I'm wasting my time. it's still important w- to to let people know that you appreciate them. It'll get back to them. Yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge people. So those three people are um, our nanny Mel, my mum and my sister Robin. So uh, Mel was Mia's nanny when she was a baby and then Kind of came back to help me out two afternoons a week. We you know when Mia was around three and James was around seven, and she's been coming two days a week ever since. And she's flat out just a, a member of the family now. And Aunt once joked about how lucky he was to have two wives, and I was like, <laughs> ah, "No way, mate! Mel is my wife." Like if you've read Annabelle um, Crab wrote the the Wife drought, and she said what many women need is a wife. And I, I
0: haven't actually like, read that, but I really should, because I wrote an article last week that was about, you know, sharing the parenting load and people were like,
1: oh my God, the wife drought. Yeah. yeah well, you know, it was a great, yeah. Annabelle obviously writes, you know, she's a great writer and, and her book was very on point. And I was like, hell yeah, that is what, we, you know, a lot of women need is they need themselves. They need their own wife. So... Mel is my wife. She has always been amazing, but having her help this year and you know, just there being another person around to love my kids and give them stability has been so invaluable. And also Ant Aunt was very much the player with the kids. He played video games with them or got in the garden and, and do stuff with them, and I'm just not that person, and I've really felt guilt at not being able to fill that role, but Mel has really stepped in and done it which has reduced my guilt greatly and my psych has said you know you, you can't be both mum and dad like you can you fill some of the gaps but you can't fill all so cut yourself some slack um but yeah she's so she's been lovely having her and I'm so grateful to her and I think I've spoken about my mum and my sister before so beyond all the normal mum and sister support type things They also, you know, they took on the responsibility of keeping our businesses going, which was really difficult because, you know, just stuff was everywhere and we didn't know where things were because Ant did so much of everything Um, and, you know, they had to figure out so much, but they just did. And yeah, it was such a grateful job. They had their own grief to deal with, but they did it anyway. So yeah, I've just been completely humbled by both of them. So yes, that was a very long first no, gratitude. It's wonderful, and I
0: think it's you're, you're so lucky to have so many people to be grateful for.
1: Yeah, I, yes, that's right. I, and I feel that gratitude literally every day. That and not in a oh, you don't get to feel grief because you've got more than other people in your situation. It's more like I just feel the gratitude without judging myself. Yeah, for having you know, so that's what I talk about when I say we've evolved a bit with gratitude. Like we're not using gratitude to make a judgment against ourselves. Like we're just grateful. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. Do, me, I do mine. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> um, <you're>, yes. <laughs> sorry, I
0: wasn't sure the way we, that we were doing this. I was like, come yeah. on, are you going to keep going or do I go? <laughs> um, so my uh first thing to be grateful for is a uh a relatively seamless first year as a parent. I mean no one has a completely smooth run at all. Um I we had a few curveballs. You know breastfeeding was just beyond a nightmare for me it sorted itself out after about three or four months of Ugh. constant pain uh I just look back on that person and I was just like what were you doing why did you keep <laughs> doing it um, it all sorted <laughs> itself out but that was a complete nightmare um and Harriet had a hip dysplasia scare at the beginning of the year that I didn't actually talk about um publicly but we had to you know keep having scans and appointments and her hip wasn't improving and then we had to go to the royal children's and she nearly ended up in a brace but she didn't um, so that. Turned out fine, but it was very touch and go there for a while. But overall, she's just so happy and healthy, and I really can't wish for anything more than this bright, beautiful, bubbly girl that I have. And I, you know, I used to work with children with disability, um, and I, I don't, this is not to compare and not to put any kind of um, oh, you poor thing on anyone who does have a child with a disability. But I, um, I'm just, I'm just so. Grateful for her health um, and how, yeah, it's just, it's. I'm I'm really grateful for that. Is is that an asshole thing to say?
1: No, I think it's just an awareness that it's being a parent is hard. Being a parent of a child with special needs is much harder than hard, and parents of kids with special needs are. Yeah, incredible. Um, and I don't think they want any kind of heroes, welcome or medal for they just they're just looking after their kid the same way all of us look after our kids. But I think just having the awareness that you know kids without special needs are, are easier. Yeah, yeah, but they're still hard. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly.
0: But I just I just yeah. feel very lucky. And you know I you know she's only a year old, and I just I just know that a a lot of people have very bad luck in that regard, and I'm. I'm very, very grateful for, for her health. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, so my second thing that I'm grateful for is my kids. Uh, I think I have said before I, I probably wouldn't be here if they weren't here. So they um, are the, they're my really my only reason for sticking around. So I'm grateful for them for giving me a reason to stick around. But I'm just grateful for them. They're just incredible human beings. I, you know, I look at them every day. Um, Mia's just, like we were at my aunties the other day and Mia was just being her normal firecracker self, pinging (laughs) all over the place, keeping, and just this effervescent personality that I I just have no idea where this has come from because the rest of us are so quiet um, and restrained, but um, she's just this brings this beautiful energy to the world and this beautiful energy to our household and I'm so grateful for her um I'm so proud of Jaden for he um got invited to a an academic extension program for next year which I just think oh, that's like amazing. how you know I think three kids in his whole class got invited um out of kind of nearly 90 kids um, and only 3% of kids in the whole state or something. And I'm just – and it was like when it came to doing the test, he was like, oh, I don't even want to do this test, mum. And I was like, just just do it. Like you don't – if you get invited and you don't want to do it, that's fine, but just do the test. Um, And, yes, I'm just so immensely proud of him for – yeah being able to show up this year the way that he has he's achieved a lot with his basketball he's achieved a lot academically in the face of incredible hurt and grief he I I feel like I've lost a lot obviously I lost my life partner but he has lost a lot he lost his best friend Mm. as well as his dad so he's yeah I'm just incredibly proud of my kids and in awe of them and grateful to them so Oh, that's beautiful, Kelly. (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) Um,
0: So I'm going to follow that up with with a really dumb one. Um, I'm grateful for the internet, Kelly.
1: I but, see I'm grateful for the internet. But for a, but so for a,
0: a real, like for a, a real important, for an important reason. So I live very far away from my two best friends and I text them both about 10 times a day to the point where my phone does this thing where when I pick it up first thing in the morning, it suggests what it thinks I should do. And it'll be like, would you like to um, reply to your WhatsApp message from Steph? Or would you like to text Nina? I'm like, well, I was just about to do both of those things. Thank, thanks so much, phone. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for the the internet because, um, you know, I, I moved to the country at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm in the process of making friends. I'm not doing it very quickly. Um, I do have a few friends, but kind of not, you know, someone who I'm drinking wine with every Friday night. Uh, so yeah, I drink wine with my best mate on a Friday night while we're on FaceTime. So um, <laughs> oh, that's it's really lovely. Cool. And I'm very, I'm just very grateful that I have that means of communication or I would be going quite batty.
1: Oh, excellent. Yes, I too am grateful for the internet because it it helps you feel connected. It helps people like me who need a lot of space and don't really want to spend a lot of time with real people feel connected. It does. Um, Yeah. So I've always loved the internet for that. Um, My third thing that I'm grateful to is basketball. Um, I love basketball. It's kind of always been my favorite sport to watch. And, you know, I've been, you know, I was fans of the Perth Wildcats when I was a kid and, yeah, I didn't go out with Ant specifically because he was a basketballer, but that was a huge tick in his favor. And um, and it's, yeah, and it's this year, it's given Jaden something to do, so it's given him somewhere to channel his... Energy and it's given him a lot, um, so I'm very grateful to it for that. But it's also given me something to do. Um, it keeps us very busy. I have managed all his basketball teams this year. I've helped. I'm starting to help the club out with um a few things, and it's it's kind of anchoring me to the world. It's forcing me to make a commitment to the future. That I'm um, yes, I'm going to be here, so I may as well start contributing to this world in a meaningful way um, and basketball has allowed me to do that and I'm yeah very very grateful it's given yeah it's given my my you know my, my life obviously has meaning and I there's lots of places I can derive meaning but I guess it's also allowing me to forge my own little path because I have to figure out now who I am with that so it's allowing me to do that a bit so yeah I really like that one that's It's a really, I I just really like how um, actionable that one is.
0: Very actionable. You know, I like taking Uh, actions. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So my third one, um, I'm grateful for Ben. Um, He's just doing everything that I knew he would and there's no way that I would have been able to have the seamless return to work I've had if he wasn't parenting equally with me. Um, I, I never expected anything less from him, but I, I have heard stories of, you know, people who have had babies and been like, no, this is really going to be a shared Thing like you have to pull your weight, and then all of a sudden the dude's like, "Oh yeah, I just have to like work late every night, and I have to you know do all this other stuff." And oh, I'm suddenly really interested in everything in the garage. Um, (laughs) So I'm really um, I'm you know right now I am podcasting in the morning, and Ben just did the whole morning breakfast. He does breakfast with her every morning, so I start. Super early, and he does breakfast and takes her to care if she goes to care. If she doesn't, he does the morning shift, and he's just—it's one hundred percent equal. Um, and you know, I can't, part of me doesn't really want to be grateful for that because why? Oh, sh- I know what you mean. <laughs> like, yeah, like why, like should, why should, should I norm. be? Yeah, because I do all the yeah. other stuff, and he's not talking to on his podcast or to his <laughs> friends about how grateful he is that I'm pulling my weight. Um, but it, it has made it a lot easier, and um, yeah, I'm just really grateful that he is the guy that I thought he
1: was which is great (laughs) that's always really handy and I yeah I love I love your Ben too I love (laughs) I love you guys I love I love great relationships which you know might sound like I would be like really jealous of everyone who has their great relationships but actually I don't I just I really love seeing people have the kind of relationship that Anne and I did. It just makes me um, happy for the world, if that makes any sense. I'm
0: so thrilled, (laughs) Kel. I try really hard not to talk too much about Ben because I don't want to be like, you know. (laughs) I
1: know, but I don't want you to not talk about Ben. I actually really love – I just love hearing people talk lovingly about their partners. I think like the one thing I've never really ever been comfortable with is hearing – people bag their partners. It's always me been neither. something that makes me feel very um, uh, cringy, but I love hearing people talk about their partners in a really positive way. And yeah, I hope people never stop doing that in front of me because it's just, yeah, I don't want them to. Oh, that's wonderful, uh, Um So but the fourth thing that I'm grateful for is uh, writing. Um, I love that I have the ability to write. I love how writing helps me make sense of how I am feeling, Um, even though writing has been a bit of a double-edged sword this year because, you know, I will write, so, you know, not feeling very connected to Ant, so I will write to him and then I'll just get really, really upset, so then I'll have to stop doing that for a while. But I have loved how writing has allowed me to let people know how we're going on mass <laughs> has been yeah. a really very good thing for me because, I yeah, I do get sick of talking about myself, I do, but at the same time I do want to honour the fact that this person that I'm talking to hasn't seen me for a few months now. They don't know everything that's been going on and they really need to know that I'm okay. Mm. Um, so I have been saving myself a lot of those conversations by putting things out there, you know, sharing things on Facebook to just say, look, this is where we're at the moment, And we're okay, Um, you know, know, not trying to sugarcoat or pretend like we're just floating around, you know, floating through this whole experience but at the same time just being able to check in with people and say, look, this is how things are going um, in what I hope is an honest portrayal of the situation but at the same time offering a little bit of hope that for all that it's just the shittest thing ever, we're still here, we're somehow still I wouldn't say thriving, but we're not, we're beyond surviving now We're we're getting back to living. Um,
0: That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And I appreciate the ability to write because it allows me to communicate with people and put things out there without having to talk to people. Um, So yes, very grateful to writing. Thanks writing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My number four that I'm
0: grateful for is my parents. They've been unbelievable this year, particularly my mom who just moves mountains at the drop of a hat whenever I need it. She's just been an amazing rock for us this year. So um, she, she, she's an anxious little thing and um, I, I try very hard to protect her from a lot we are not easy to have as her children-in-law, like, like sorry, me, me me being her child and Ben being her son-in-law in that um she enjoys order and likes to plan things well in advance and we kind of like I didn't even tell her that we were trying to have a baby so I literally called her (laughs) at the beginning of last year and I was like hey mom I'm pregnant and she's like the what and the the first thing she said to me was was that planned (laughs) I was like yes mom it was I just didn't tell you I was planning it um so yeah so I called her a week ago. And was like, yeah, so because um, they're going to the family wedding, we're going to, they're going to Nathan's wedding as well because um, they're quite close to Ben's brother. And <laughs> I was like, so after the wedding we're just going to fly to New York for, for um, a, a week and a half. And she's like, yep, that's, uh, that's fine. Of course. That's, that's just what you guys fine. do, right? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then she starts, she gets um, all panicked about details, like trying to figure out how we're going to get to the airport and what we're going to do with the car. And I'm like, mum. None of that is very important and we've got it all sorted out. And she's like, yes, okay. So this week she's been amazing because it's going to be very cold in New York and um, there was a hot, like we've just had there was a split in my winter boots and a whole bunch of stuff we needed to get a travel stroller so I've just been sending all of this stuff to mum, or sending her around Canberra to pick up all this stuff and she's just been like my personal assistant she's texting me going oh I I got these tights and I got this and blah, blah 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 and um she was supposed to have the whole week with Harriet this week and babysit her but plans changed and we ended up staying um at home for a bit longer and she had this long hair appointment on Thursday and then she was like oh um I had to change my hair appointment because I figured out that that was really the only day I was going to have with Harriet. And she said, I'm not sitting in a hairdresser when I could be spending time with Harriet. And I'm like, oh, you're so Aww. sweet. So she's just been amazing. And is just like grandmothering so hard. She's she's, <laughs> she's Harriet's lolly. We call her lolly. So well, I'm very, and I mean, I'm obviously very grateful for my dad as well, but you know, he's a dad. He, he sits there and pokes the baby yeah. a bit. Whereas Mum's the one that's, you know, organizing all the things and cooking dinners for us and all that kind of stuff. And she's just a, an extraordinary mum. And if I can be even half the mum to Harriet that she is to me when Harriet's grown up, I am I will be very happy.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I, I also lo- really love great parental relationships yeah. um, because that's what I have and I love hearing people talk really lovingly about their parents. So that's lovely. Um, yeah, so my fifth and final thing that I'm grateful for this year is you Carly and I'm sorry to put you in the position of (laughs) me talking to you about you um that makes you so uncomfortable you know it (laughs) (laughs) it's just the worst there's nothing (laughs) literally nothing worse um but yeah I've really really loved doing the podcast again um yes a few we will go back to that infamous episode where I mentioned how I put shoes on the table which (laughs) blew up (laughs) the entire facebook group
0: everyone disagreed um, with you kelly that was <laughs> everyone was on board they were like you are gross and we are disappointed in you
1: <laughs> and um so my friends who i was away with that weekend who instigated that whole you know is this okay <laughs> thing so they all they all listened to that episode and um they just said to me they said like the the, the we loved hearing Carly have the reaction that we had, number one. <laughs> we felt very validated. But um, they said to me what they loved most about that episode was um, hearing me laugh. Aww. And now I'm going to cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah, they just said they just loved hearing me killing myself with laughter, telling that story. And, um, yeah, so I think it was probably an indication of they haven't really heard that this year and you have brought that out of me and really made me laugh every single time we talk and really give me a boost of energy every time we talk and I'm yeah I'm very very grateful and sorry for putting you on the spot no that's okay (laughs) I'm getting teary
0: now too um oh that's lovely Kelly um I'm really I'm so pleased that Okay. So my, my fifth one is (laughs) I'm grateful for Kelly. Um, (laughs) and I'm not doing that because Kelly said that (laughs) for me, (laughs) this is independent, grateful for Kelly. (laughs) Um, just the way that you've held yourself this year throughout this unimaginable tragedy, it's just been like nothing I've ever seen before. You've been so graceful and strong and so unbelievably honest and open about your experience. And i I just think you're extraordinary. And I'm just so grateful for you to you for for sticking around. And and I think the thing I'm most grateful for with your whole experience is how you've been honoring the person you were before Aunt died and the person you were wanting to be while he was still around. And I know how difficult it is for you to show up every day, but you just keep doing it and you're just amazing. And I think um you've been so generous with your journey and how you are showing up every day and you're making that choice. And, um, we've, we spoke about this on the podcast before and died about how we would cope if anything like this happened and, you know, God forbid this, I mean, it's going to happen to someone again, but yeah. just you, you've given me so much hope that it doesn't all fall apart. And, you can keep going and keep showing up. And I just, I have people talk to me about you on the podcast. Like Chrissy was talking to me the other day and she goes, how's Kelly? And I'm like devastated, but just so wonderful. Like I, I've i never seen anything like it, Kel. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you're here and that you're taking us on this journey with you. And I just love you and I think you're spectacular.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs> I can't talk um yeah it was a very teary way to finish show. I know it wasn't like I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't planning on that either oh my god I finished laughing um but yeah so I'm, I'll finish with the fact that um we are also very so grateful to you guys our listeners mm. um for sticking with us uh and continuing to support us both financially and emotionally even when you know the, we weren't sure if we would start again with with the show or when um so yeah, just so grateful to everyone for waiting for us, for supporting us, um, and being so um, grateful to you know that sounds. Thanks for being grateful to. Thanks for being grateful for us. Um, but um, it's more <laughs> Thank people you have for ex- your gratitude, guys. Yeah. As well, but lots of people have expressed gratitude that we have continued to do the show and that. We we see that and we really appreciate that and um, we we're glad that we've been able to do it. So yeah, um, we yes, as we said, this is the last show for the year. Um, Carlos is now off to spectacular New York. I'm going to stay in spectacular Perth. And um, but yes, we will be back in your ears sometime next year, probably February. But yeah, wishing you all a very happy and safe holiday season. We hope you're reflections on the year are also filled with gratitude. And um yeah, we'll see you then.
0: Um I do actually have, like just before we do our wrap up of the show, I do have a funny story that I can tell super quickly just to finish <laughs> it on a light note. Do it, so do it. we all know that Ben's a questioner. Like he's the most hardcore <laughs> questioner. And his first response to any suggestion that I make is to always offer an alternative. I'll be like, oh should I close <laughs> the should I open the door? And he'll be like, mm, you could probably open a window. And I'm like <laughs> What, like, and it's constant, like, and it's not me, it's just the way he is. He's always just like, no, there's always an alternative to the thing that you said. So his his first impulse is to disagree with me most of the time. Um, so the other day I was feeding Harriet this mince meat. She'd had it three days in a row and she'd started like spitting it out. Back yeah. in she didn't want it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think she's sick of that meat. I think we need to give her something else. And Ben went, yeah, I don't think it's that she's sick of it. I think her tolerance for it has lowered. Yeah, <laughs> I, And I just, I laughed so hard. I had tears streaming down my face. I was like, mate think About what you just said to me, <laughs> you just said the exact same thing that I said, like, but what? in a different way. <laughs> like, it's just first impulse <laughs> mm, actually, no,
1: I think it's this other thing. <laughs> so, just <laughs> that's just a that reminds me of like every argument Ant and I ever had. Was we ended up making the same point, <laughs> but just so <laughs> using different words. And I'd always there'd always be a point in the argument where I'd go, Hang on a minute. We're actually arguing Say about the something same that thing that we are agreeing on. How do we always end up here? <laughs> so, yes,
0: I feel you. I feel you. That's yeah, awesome. so that was my very funny little Ben <sighs> anecdote of the week. So that is time to definitely wrap it up on a more positive note. Um, and don't forget that we have a Patreon page which keeps straight and curly in your ears and covers our production costs. If you love listening to the show and you want to support it, just visit Patreon.com forward slash straight and curly. And you can also follow us on Instagram at smaggle and at Kelly Exeter.
1: And finally, do jump into the Facebook group. We would love to hear um, both your thoughts on the show today, but also we'd love everyone to share what they're grateful for in 2019. We'll see you in there. Thank you so much for listening to Straight and Curly. This week's show notes and links will be available at straightandcurly.com. And if you have any questions or weird self-improvement hacks you want us to trial, you can
0: tweet us at kellyexeter or at smaggle, or you can email us at hello at straightandcurly.com.